Yamo James? That means I... Wait, yeah. Wait. <laughs> that means I love you. Uh, oh, shoot. Wait, uh, no, no. Tayamo means... Yeah, it means my name is James. I was saying... Wait. Or is it Te- Soy James? No. Wait, hold That's on. That's what the people back Mayamo home call James. me. Mayamo James. Mayamo James. Tayamo James. I think that would be you are James. That you want to know be... what? The show we're discussing doesn't give a shit about <laughs> the Spanish language either. But, like, te amo means I love you in Italian. So te amo. Well, this no, isn't Italian, yamo. even though the lead actor is half Italian. Oh, my gosh. We're talking. It's formulaic. Oh, the podcast of script writing of formula shit. Okay. We take a show that's very formulaic. We tell you what that formula is, and then we write our own episode of it, throwing in our Shelby and James flair. Uh-huh. I should have just screamed, Los Luchadores! That would have been my intro because, oh my God, when that theme song would hit, even when it wouldn't, I would. I have a poster of Los Luchadores from a Fox Kids magazine, and I would whip it out, and I'd scream, Los Luchadores, and just start pushing my brother. <laughs> Just every now and then when it popped into your head, yeah, your mom would have to break up a fight. Uh, well, it wasn't a fight. It was just like kind of mosh pitting, when, but like I before see. I knew what mosh pits were. Yeah, I love the theme song. We're talking about Los Luchadores. I've never seen this show before. Los Luchadores! Before we decided to do it, yeah. So you showed me this show. I watched that opening sequence with that theme song and i was into it i was Uh getting into the the action i can see why young james started moshing with his brother they ended up switching the theme song for god who knows why because that lost luchadoris one i think in my head canon is mothers were complaining it was too hype (laughs) they kept having to calm their kids down they're Uh like my kids won't stop moshing they (laughs) keep saying they want to open up a pit and I don't know what they're talking about (laughs) and I'm really worried. They're saying something about skanking. I don't know Uh what that is. They were like, we let Power Rangers come to flourishin. You know what I meant to say. But this (laughs) damn Lost Luchadores theme song, no. So they got rid of it. Wow. Yeah, it sucks because it's like for the first six episodes and then it changes to this generic sounding theme song with no vocals whatsoever. Okay, I got to be honest, I might have only watched the first six episodes. Yeah, so you're good. (laughs) That's all you need to watch. But real quick, R2, last we spoke, I had gotten my wisdom teeth out, wasn't feeling good, but I know I'm good now. You want to know how? How? One day I ate six tacos and I was like, all right, I think I'm good. (laughs) You ate six tacos. Were they hard shell? No. Oh, okay. I was going to say. You can't. Hard shell, it's harder to store and they usually cost more money. There's, There's some tacos that, some shells that you get, I think 50 of them and they're only like $2 sometimes. Wow. $2 taco. 
No, it, you you get fifty shells for only two dollars from the store. Divide fifty by two. Uh-huh. Divide, divide two by fifty, That's and then add the other ingredients, and you got a two dollar taco. Yeah, yeah. I'm just kidding. The tacos probably cost way less than that. I was just thinking a hard shell getting into the wisdom tooth sockets would uh-uh. be horrible. I haven't eaten, any, eaten anything hard shell yet in <laughs> Bullwinkle. We need to ride a Rocky and Bullwinkle. That shit's awesome. Well, thank you for the health update, James. Um, my health continues the to same. Flourish. I currently have period cramps. I don't know if that yeah, yeah. changes anything. Oh, but it does. <laughs> I'm in a little bit of a pain of pain. It might make my comedy a little, uh, you know, harsher. Right. (laughs) And then you're like this uterine lining. Get out of here. What if on my period I turned into like an Anthony Jeselnik type comedian? Oh, hell yeah. I love that. I like him. It's like Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, but it's like Joe Para and Anthony Jeselnik. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> wild swings. Someone call Adult Swim. <laughs> we need those two touring together. And at the end, I want to also um, Aparna Nanchala and uh, like Joe Firestone to like really like, no, we need like a, a fiery woman there, too. Yeah, someone who's more Nicole Byer edge. No, well, yeah, but Nicole Byer. I'm thinking you're naming some like funny people, (laughs) some funny silly people, and I'm thinking the other side of it needs to be like the kind of edgy Lisa Lampanelli. It's Lisa (laughs) Lampanelli versus Joe Firestone (laughs) or a partner on Chala, and they they will. Blue collar comedy tour it at the end they all sit down and just gab. And they just gab. They just talk it out. Uh-huh. I would love that. I don't know if I would love that. I, I feel would. like many of them wouldn't love it. Like <laughs> I feel like three or four of them are very good friends, and at least two of them have worked on roasts together. Well, that's good. Then maybe they'll all come together. Come together. Rice cows. Grover me, guys. <laughs> Are you just saying words that rhyme with the other words? These are things I say frequently in the apartment. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't come up with that on the spot. Oh, my gosh. I thought it was just some, like, cockney rhyming slang or whatever it is. Cogney. Oi. (laughs) Exactly like that. Anyway, back to Los Luchadores. What's up? Yeah, let's do this. What's your experience? Did you watch this show in 2001 when yes. it aired? Uh-huh. That's why I had the poster and okay. it, it was in a Fox Kids magazine. The reverse side was a bunch of Digimon, like a poster of just like, hey, here's all the Digimon we know of so far. I'm trying for the life of me to remember what the heck I was doing in 2001 and I simply cannot. Never forget and that's what you were doing. Oh, shit. That was then. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. There was a huge experience that I remember. Okay, I was in fifth and then sixth grade. Got it. I don't know what shows I was watching, though. Oh, I think I was starting to I think I was like crying at school and having crushes on boys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's mostly my life. And doing the the figure skating i was a figure skater back then i feel like this was before this was this came out in 2000 it had to have because i was still at my old house 
And we, I have nothing to add to that specific detail. Yeah, so I think this was <laughs> because in 2001, I remember where I was when the, the planes hit. And I remember the following weekend because I've said this on other shows. I was at Brent Kovalchuk's house. We were ready to watch Digimon and everything else on Fox Kids. But then that goddamn news network, Fox News, interrupted all broadcasting that morning just to talk about the the 9-11 attack. So uh, as a child, I was like, yeah, let's invade. Fuck these (laughs) terrorists. They took away Saturday morning cartoons. That didn't happen on a Saturday. No, no, the following Saturday. Oh, okay, It was got it. <laughs> just like, oh, we're, we're, this is all we can talk about right now. Right, yeah, even the kids. No. Even kids want to hear about this. So then we were just like, I think walking in circles waiting for this stuff to be done with, and it never did. <laughs> you just walked in circles. You're like, we can't even do a mosh pit. <laughs> uh-uh, bring me some Lost Luchadores, which had already been off the air by that time. So, yeah, like I said, this is my first experience with it. You recommended I started with, like, episode two. So mm-hmm. I watched, like, a good two and a half to three hours of Los Luchadoras yes. in my Discord, which was a lot of fun. You were in there. I had a couple other buddies come in. We were just hanging out watching this show. I've seen this series a total of maybe, like, five times. Good, because I did not take notes or really think too hard about the formula of this show, aside from, like, the first couple episodes are, like, an alien comes and abducts the Lobo for fighting reasons. And then and I'm like, okay, got another it. Another episode, aliens come and abduct exactly. some people for yeah. eating reasons. They're going to eat them, yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, give me some people to eat. So, this show birthed formulaic wow on episode it's like 12, my grandpa yes on episode 12 of mostly love and lucha where nicole and i we went through every single episode of lost luchadors except nicole did not because she was absent for some of them because she just does not care for this show <laughs> there was one day where no one was available to come over so i was like okay everyone's saying this show was probably written in 15 minutes i'm gonna take that challenge and i will just randomized make a mad lib and see if I can break the story in 15 minutes. And yeah, I guess what I did. It wasn't hard to do. I was listening through that episode, but I didn't have time to listen to the whole thing. So I was kind of like stopping or I was checking every few minutes. (laughs) It's really great because I think that's a solo James episode. Oh yeah, it's just me. Yeah. So every, you just cut from you saying like, you know, starting the episode and then later you're like, and then Henry is in my arms. And then a few minutes later, I love Nicole so much. (laughs) A few minutes later, you're like, and a huge jar of my own cum. Okay, well, (laughs) one, it would have been Franklin. (laughs) Yeah. I wasn't talking on that jar full of cum stuff because no one told me about it. That's other people from the podcast network influencing me to bring up those jokes. Okay, listen, listen, listen. I'm just saying... If you want that kind of experience where you are just stopping and li- listening to like the wild stuff James says completely out of context, it's really fun to listen to your solo episodes in yeah. that way. A, a beautiful solo episode. Hey, we got a bunch of them over on patreon.com forward slash MLM pod talking about Beyblade. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. I just did all f- the first 15 episodes is just me. Wow. I would never. 
It was difficult the first five, and then I had to relax on like scripting everything, and then but by like episode twelve, it's probably really good. Yeah. Production quality's top notch. Lots of improv. I mean, it does sound really good, of course. Just one man character improv. You like that? Check out talking about Beyblade. <laughs> you want to see me talk to Sh- Jigsaw from Saw movies? It's there. But you want to get into this outline? Yeah, so let's talk about the outline. And I also came up with just a just a handful of episode ideas using the basic formula, Mad Lib formula you <laughs> laid out in the Mostly Love and Lucha episode, which was like adjective, verb. Uh, I have it all in front of me. Okay. It's Lobo is up against adjective plus noun, who is verbing adjective plus noun because they want noun. Maria is verbing with noun because she's normally off on her own adventure, kind of a side quest, which is usually just like babysitting. That's gross. I think our side quest should be related to. Oh, yeah. The main quest so that they can come together at the end. But like not as much as like, oh, well, this kid is related to the main story arc. Just have Maria protect this child. Yeah. (laughs) Because that is mostly what it is. So here is the outline. We are introduced to Lobo, who is doing something, usually wrestling, which has a guest of honor or someone watching that is integral to the plot. We then see a glimpse of the villain, then theme song, Start Punching My Brother. They are back at (laughs) Lobo Tower. The mayor calls saying something is wrong with Guest of Honor, informs Lobo of villainous activity or the villain straight up. Lobo investigates and sees villain or activity that gives him evidence, a clue, jinkies, that he can use. He takes the evidence to Laurent, who uses the evidence to figure out the villain and provide proof to Lobo, who is in a fight currently. Lobo tells Turbine without any context, which leads to them beating the villain. Villain gets one more shot, but is subdued by their own accord. Whatever they were going to use to destroy Union City ends up destroying themselves. Lobo and crew celebrate at Lobo Tower, Tornadas, or a city party put on by the mayor. Okay, sounds good. I didn't retain any of that. Um, so Wowzers. <laughs> you we'll have headphones go. on. I mean, I'm listening. I just don't have a good, like, memory from just, like, listening to stuff, you know? Sometimes I got to see it written down. There it is. It's written down. (laughs) Okay, thank you. What I was saying, though, (laughs) is that, yeah, okay, so this will help me follow along better. This is a great, fantastic outline. This is exactly what happens. From a character perspective, you got Lobo. He's the leader. He usually puts in kind of, like, Spanish phrases. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to do that. I also think it's kind of gross that he has like an accent the whole time because it sounds kind of fake. Nope. It's not fake. That's He's a- from Argentina. He's from Argentina. So he's like, OK, well, interesting. But and literally everyone who watched this show for uh, Mostly Love and Lucha was like, is this person really of any Spanish descent? And I'm like, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. OK, well, good. Can I say a can I say one quick trivia about him? Of course. His ex-wife. After they divorced in like 2006 ish, she got together with someone and has been with them ever since. Do you know who that person is? 
Who is it? Al Pacino. Just what? yeah, and the model who because this man started out as a model in Argentina and then came over to the United States, started acting for a little bit, and then his wife when they divorced met up with Al Pacino and they've been together ever since. I just can't imagine anyone enjoying Al Pacino's company, but you know, Whatever. Dunkachino. <laughs> it's a Dunkachino. So anyway, Lobo is as a character is just kind of like the leader. He's always doing the right thing and he's mm-hmm. good at everything. Oh yeah. Turbine, his little sidekick, most annoying person in the world. Just yeah, the most yeah. obnoxious guy in the world that you could ever think of. And then you have Maria Valentine, who is girl. She's just she's girl wrestler. Yeah, but also she's she's kind of like an offshoot of Lobo. But yeah. more she, like sassy. She she's like she sees injustice and will deal with it, but will like criticize the people doing the injustice. She's yeah, she's definitely more like Lobo than Turbine is like either of them. Oh yeah, Turbine he just sucks. sucks. Yeah. He sucks so much. He's so annoying in every way, and I can't believe you're making us right for him. Yeah, yeah. We could just say uh, he has a peanut allergy and uh, had to go to the hospital. He's not in this episode. He had to go to the hospital. And then it's Maria. Oh, maybe Lobo also goes to the hospital because he loves Turbine so much. So it's just Maria having to deal with the problems of Union City. I mean, that's great for it would be like a good episode, but it wouldn't necessarily be a formulaic episode. Yeah, we're breaking the format. Right. And I think, you know, and that's like, we're jumping the gun. Mm -hmm. We're trying to write a formulaic episode here. Jump the gun. I'd rather shoot it into my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) That's right, James. Okay. I have three episode ideas that (gasps) I just came up with real quick. And (gasps) I got to be honest, I'm looking back over these and I do not know how I feel about them. Uh, Too bad. We got to use one of them. (laughs) Okay. So Lobo is up against a giant squid. Yes. Who is kidnapping Lobo because they want to f- him to fight for the giant squid's true love. So like they're Okay. The giant squid has a rival who has stolen his true love and is going to marry him and marry the giant squid's true love and the only way to beat the evil giant squid is to for him to get his own fighter to go up against the other guy's fighter. I already know how to make this perfect and fit into Los Luchadores. Do you want me Fantastic. to say? Well, let's go on to the other ones okay. first. And then- well, what, what's Maria doing? I would assume, so for that, I would think Maria is taking scuba diving lessons. Okay, well, you, you didn't do the Maria's verbing with noun? No, I didn't. Oh, I'll quickly do that for this one. Maria you- is... Taking scuba diving lessons with a friend, a sexy girl, because there have been episodes, there was that one episode, I think there's more than one episode where it seems like Maria Valentine is gay, very gay, very extremely gay and hitting on every other young woman. Yep. Uh Uh-huh. I did the nouns. uh, We can either have her waking, forgetting, or acknowledging flatware. I think instead of doing it from a random thing, we should come up with something that fits with the episode we're writing. (laughs) Okay, the second one. God. A homeless lawyer. Houseless. Or we can say homeless as, like, he hasn't found his home 
to right. like he's aimless in lawyering. I would say, yeah. So he like doesn't have a yeah a, a home base of lawyering. Uh huh. But let's say it's a houseless lawyer who's demolishing houses so that people will sue and hire him and let him live in the houses they rebuild. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. I, I'm. <laughs> I think I was a little high for that one. Okay. The last one, Lobo is up against an entrepreneurial furry who's creating robotic pets so that they'll distract children to like make kids shut up. Okay. That's pretty cool. But why? That's the big reason. Because like I'm assuming this furry has their kids making fun of them all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to the first one because I think it would fit perfectly into Los Luchadores. The giant squid could be from Atlantis. Maybe this is the prince of Atlantis. And he needs to – he's trying to court someone because if he doesn't court this woman soon enough, their family's lineage will no longer be the rulers of Atlantis where this other man has kidnapped – this woman and it's like, oh, I'm going to marry her. This is how it is unless you fight me. And that's why, hey, we th- initially think the giant squid man because it could just it's be a, a man guy. dressed as a squid, like absolutely an anthropomorphic squid. It looks horrible. <laughs> uh, no, th- th- they have some pretty good budget here, guys. <laughs> so he uh, think like a man kind of like Mermaid Man and Barnacle Boy, but like when they're early and ripped. But yeah. like a squid looking mask because he's like a luchador. Oh, that's good. That's good. So mm-hmm. does he more need like a tag team partner? Oh, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> that would be great because that's why he can't fight. And no other squid people will agree to fight with him because mm-hmm. they're afraid of the other family that's trying to yep. take over the Atlantean throne. Afraid of being retaliated against. Exactly. Also, the evil kidnapper and their sidekick let's just say it's a giant squid lady like Mm -hmm. she's like ripped and everyone's afraid of her she's like the strongest squid imaginable and so no one wants to fight her wait that's that's the other person as well that's the other person's champion so i i think because i was going to bring up this as well either the the opposing the antagonist we'll just call that squid man that the antagonist i was hoping either had a sister or could have a lady champion and maria kind of like outside the ring during the fight is kind of like doing bashful eyes and just like is looking cute and has just that I don't know. I think this might be why I'm into like belly button rings and stuff because <laughs> Maria Valentine always it she never has a pierced belly button, but it's always a like design making you look towards look the her. belly button. Yeah. And she has a lower Here, back tattoo. Well, we can cut so it could be a lady champion. Also, Maria with her scuba diving lesson, she could go get down and talk to the actual squid woman who's been kidnapped. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking, too. Yes, yes. But then she's like, I don't want to get married to either of you. I want Maria Valentine. Well, yeah, I mean, she could be like, I don't want to get married. She And him being like, I understand, like, maybe, you know. Okay, at the end, the our protagonist, Giant Squid Man, he and Lobo win the fight. Mm-hmm. 
But he doesn't win her heart, you oh, know, yeah. and he refuses to marry her if he doesn't love her. And so everyone else in the squid realm sees him and Lobo win this fight and then they're no longer afraid of the other family so they can ad- revise the Atlantean crown rules and let them continue on until someday he wants to get married, you know? Or in the heat of the fight, he falls in love. Like afterwards, he falls in love with the opposing champion. With the big squid lady. Yeah. And they yeah. get married because it's like, well, I've, like you both love wrestling. Maybe. Well, he's, yeah. So he's still like, I have to get married. And my intended doesn't want to marry me. And they're like, well, what about her? <laughs> you all seem to get along really uh-huh. well. <laughs> It'd be great. And I, I'm already imagining the wrestling match taking place in like your classic Atlantis looking area, but it would be in like an underwater cave. So we wouldn't have to worry about swimming like everyone just they're all in l- outfits that have luchador looking masks that, oh, that person's a flounder fish. That person's a crab luchador, yeah. etc. That person's a little mermaid luchador. I love it. It's an Atlantean luchador society. Hell yeah, guys. We're, we've we've already we're, we're getting into it. So before we begin or do you want to just begin now? Let's begin. OK, so well, what, what was going to happen before we began? Oh, I was going to be like, hey, do you want to just like fill in this like real quick to be like, here's this, here's that. But I'm like, no, let's just go paragraph by paragraph, sentence by sentence of the outline. First, we introduce Lobo to the audience wrestling. So I think because this would also be great. A lot of times it's someone watching on a TV and it would be like an underwater looking TV. Think of the snorks. Yeah. Exactly like the Snorks. What they would be watching a TV on or think the Flintstones, but the Snorks? <laughs> I, re- I remember watching the Snorks when I was a kid, but the only episode I have any memory of is when one Snork was on a date with two different people at the same time. Wowzers. Insane episode. how much that whoever came up with that idea should be getting residuals. <laughs> like every time someone uses it. Yeah. And then the AMPTP is like, we came up with that, remember, guys? And they were like, mm-hmm. no, you absolutely did not. I, I mean, go pro strikers. Go yeah, yeah. strike. Okay, so, so Lobo is doing a wrestling match, and you've got to have an announcer saying stuff like, he's got him in the crab hold. I think if we pepper in oh, some yeah. kind of underwater terminology, that would be great for the opening, you okay. know? What is a pun on Long John Silver? Because that could be the other wrestler. He's a Rudo, and he's like, I'm going to kill some fish. So they th- see him, and they're like, wow, he's a defender of fish. He's he's taking out Long John Silver. Yeah, that's perfect. And it'll be, yeah, okay. So they're fighting Long John. He's fighting Long John Silver, and he's just wearing Long Johns. Uh, can we do Long <laughs> John water. Golden? Maybe a different... I feel like golden doesn't have a good ring to it. Since it's Spanish, like Long John Rojo. Sure. There we go. And he, instead of a yellow jacket on, he has just a red one. Yeah. A maroon even. Yeah. And so they're fighting. We're going to need some classic wrestling moves going on in here. I don't really know them. So we got to have... Yeah, we gotta have stuff for the announcer to say. Like, how are we describing this? What's happening in this fight? So they do 
they never get it 100% correct, like Simpsons okay. skateboarding, where they're so close on most of the moves. So I, if you want, I can pull up a bunch of wrestling moves and we can just create fish puns for them. Uh, yeah, If you want to do that now, yeah, sure. All right, let me quickly pull that up. Is there like, because there's like fish hook, that's a thing, right? Oh, do you want, we could do the harpoon. The harp, because that would be a spear, which is when someone just like runs up and kind of just dives into their torso. Okay, great. So the harpoon, oh man, he's going for the harpoon. That would be one of the last moves. Okay, Professional wrestling moves. That's a good start. And maybe we could go over this when we're writing it out as well. I'll Mm -hmm, loop mm -hmm. you in and you can help me out. For the cobra clutch, we could do a uh, what? What is there a, a serpent clutch? But no, it or needs an the. Eel? Uh, but it, it needs like a the k sound. Oh, because there's the camel clutch and the cobra clutch. Mm, coral, coral. Oh, the coral clutch! I love that, dude. Okay. I'm good at coming up with words that start with a letter. There's so we could do like a this. Oh man, that's a spinning bulldog. But this could be that's a spinning catfish. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, and then a, a, a DDT could just be the DDC because it's like the, the DDC. C. Yeah, I love that. And I that's feel like Mariana's that's, trench. Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do that. Uh, <laughs> let's come up with one more. One more. Uh, well, I'm trying to think of like an insegura, but uh, oh wait, no. Well, you can do just a frog splash. That's an actual move. Okay, perfect. And then so that we'll zoom out. We're actually on a TV in Atlantis, and you've got a uh, squid man. He looks like a luchador, but he's a squid guy. Mm-hmm. And what what are we gonna call? Oh, okay, so then and then he's got like a little sidekick maybe. Who's like a, what's a dumb sea animal? A dumb sea animal. Well, let's I, do a puffer fish because maybe he can puff up at the end. So oh, he's like a little squeezed in puffer fish luchador and he's like a small. I was going to think like a seal or a walrus because they are okay. of the sea. Yeah. And they're just like I'm goofy thinking, little cuties. They are, but I feel like a walrus could really mess someone up. Okay, then a seal. A seal. And he's just going arf arf. Uh-huh. Oh, we, we got to get Nicole for that. Okay, he's going, arf, arf, my prince. So we've got the prince, and he's like, that's it. I know this man, Lobo, is perfect to be my tag team partner. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was going to say, I think the, the SEAL guy should come in, and he says, like, "There's this is no time to be to be watching TV. We need to find you a tag team partner. And then he says, exactly. okay. yes. He's like, that's exactly what I'm doing, and I think I just found my guy. Right. Okay. So I think, yeah, we should have more. Okay. So he's watching this. Pufferfish comes in, is like, my prince, you know, this is no time for, or he's a seal, little seal guy, comes in. He's like, there's no time to be doing this. The last possible champion just declined your offer. Ooh. Everyone is too scared to fight against antagonist what are we going to call antagonist i think we it needs to be vague i i don't think vague, we, okay. we need to say that because we need the audience to think for a second that this person is the villain okay but he will say everyone else has declined the request to be your tag t- team champion so or, that's why we're leaving it vague people are like why because they hate him we could also say it has declined your offer to fight 
So then it's like, okay, well, he's just looking for someone to fight him. But in the end, like, you know, in 10 pages, we'll be like, oh, he's or I guess more like three. Oh, he's <laughs> looking to uh, a partner. He like is doing this for the good of oh, the people. Okay, So it'll be like a surprise, like. Maybe Lobo will be confused, like I, you know, talking about like, oh, I'm going to have to fight you. And he's like, whoa, no, you're not going to fight me. I'm looking for a tag team partner. And right. then, of course, Turbine's like, no, man, Hefe only rolls with me. And he's like, Turbine, calm down. This is for the good of the people. I think it'll also be cool. Maybe they have some sort of like tracking on them or something. And that's why. So Lobo and Turbine, Turbine tags along while getting while Lobo gets kidnapped, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then Maria is at her scuba diving lessons, and then she gets this alert that they're, like, somewhere out in the sea. And yeah. she's like, why are they down there? Hell yeah. And maybe they're sending a distress call, and she that's why she, like, has her scuba gear and just swims on down there. And uh, even though it's like, oh, James, you want her to be in, like, a bikini, no, she will somehow be in, like, Still like the swim equivalent yeah. of vinyl pants and uh, like midriff top because that's the only thing. Well, it's like a wetsuit that looks like her her outfit. Yeah. So it's a wetsuit and the but the goggles are like heart shaped and mm -hmm. she like, yeah, yeah, Hell it still yeah. looks like her. Because you said we have a budget, okay? <laughs> it's all theoretical. Also, we I do want to say because people will be like, well, what about that move? There is the Hurricane Rana, and let's just call it the Hurricaner. Rana, R-A-N-A, -A, means frog. Hurricane Rana. What's the next step? They're back at Lobo Tower. Mayor calls saying something is wrong with the Guest of Honor. For this, because he's getting kidnapped... We're going to have to set up some sort of kidnapping instance for Lobo. How does yes. he get kidnapped? Okay, so um, after that dude says like, oh, I just found my guy, it cuts to the theme song. So next thing we need to do is they're at Lobo Tower and usually they're training. Do you want them to be doing like some sort of cardio stuff to like get up their lung strength? Like because maybe... They're being set up to actually do the first ever, like, underwater wrestling match. Like, that's what they're trying to do. Like, because uh, Long John Rojo, or, uh, yeah, Long John Rojo wants a rematch, and they're going to do it deep underwater. And then uh, we can loop around to that at the end, because they're like, oh, we already fought underwater, and Rojo runs with his tail between his legs. <laughs> Okay, so maybe they're, you've got Lobo and Turbine are in like tanks of water, wait, like treading water, trying to keep their heads above water, or like they're each in their individual tanks, and there's a third empty tank. And Maria Valentine comes in with all of her scuba gear, and they're like, hey, we're training for this underwater fight. Do you want to join us? And she's like, nah, I'm going to go take scuba. I'm going to try a different approach. I'm going to take scuba lessons to get more acquainted with water and its natural environment or uh -huh. whatever. Yeah. And and then they get a call on their little wristwatch. And uh, Lobo will be in little swim trunks. Believe yes. you guys me. I want to yeah. see it. You will see it. And the mayor is on there saying like, hey, you need to go down to the port. There were reports of creatures crawling up from underneath the the docks. So like that's yeah. the like quick thing of like oh this is this seems suspicious we need to go and I would love a joke here which would be oh everyone to the to your stations we got a vominos and then 
you see Laurent in like a little like ducky floaty <laughs> and he with like little flops. He's right in front of the empty third one. And he was like, dang it. I was looking forward to taking a dip today. So then he has to go back to the Lobotron and then Los Luchadores. And then it, you know, does that like Batman style thing. And then they're at the docks. Okay. What if they get a call from the mayor and the mayor's like, Lobo, are you about down by the docks? <laughs> and Lobo's <laughs> like, no. Oh, yeah. And he's like, there have been reports of like a strong masked man or something like crawling up out of the sea. And I wanted to make sure it wasn't you. And Oh, because he's like, oh, yeah, that fits your description. Right. <laughs> and then Turbine could say something like, hey, man, no one's stronger than Lobo here. We got to investigate this. Seems fishy. Maybe it's the whelp. Yeah. It seems fishy. He's definitely going to say stuff like that. Yeah. But at this point, has Maria. So Maria already. And Maria's like, oh, I'm going that direction anyway. Yeah. She's I'll, going for I'll a scuba lesson. Hop a ride because no one gave me a vehicle. <laughs> and Turbine says, uh, you, you want to hop on the back with me, babe? And she goes, as if. Or like. What what's like a like gag me with a spoon type phrase but water themed? Uh, well, yeah. So like uh, in your dreams. Uh, in your dreams under the sea. I'd rather sleep with the fishes. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> so once they get there. Obviously, Maria still has to go off. So maybe they get there and everyone's like, oh, Lobo, we love you. We love, oh my God, Lobo. And Turbine's like, everything looks fine here. And Maria's like, yeah, it does look okay. And Lobo's like, Maria, you go to your scuba lesson. We'll stay here just in case anything comes up. I've got oh, a, yeah. you know, a weird feeling or whatever. And then since they're at the pier, Turbine could say, like, well, we're here. We can still investigate, but let's grab some fish and chips. <laughs> sure. He loves fish and chips. Lobo says, oh, none for me. I'm on a all keto diet. <laughs> we love hearing about people's diets. That's uh -huh. why we watch TV. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I think Turbine also has to say something, you know, stupid and gross, but... Uh, oh, I lo I had a thought and I lost it. Okay, so Maria goes off, but they're together. Maybe they go check under the pier. So he's like, okay, they point at the pier. Turbine is like, oh, let's go up there and get some fish and chips. And Lobo's like, first, let's check underneath the pier. Like, you know, there's something I want to investigate. And that's underneath the pier is where the yeah. squid man and seal grab them. And uh, Turbine could say something like, oh, man. I already know what's under there. Cigarette butts and teens making out. <laughs> yeah, but maybe he'll say something like And I'm not I'm not allowed to be around teens anymore. And I'm not allowed to be around teens you, anymore. Let's not do that. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna put that in there. Or just say, I'm and Lobo, you know how afraid I am of teenagers. That's really good. I think he's supposed to be a teenager. No, I think he's like 20. 20, okay. So yeah, I love that he's afraid of teenagers. And I was thinking instead of cigarette butts, he would say like candy wrappers or something because they're like, yeah. it's a kid's show, you know? Uh, used condoms, needles, used and <laughs> teens. Aborted fetuses. And <laughs> um, so let's go. Next thing, they get kidnapped. Okay. Yeah, so they're underneath and... 
maybe like Turbine says like, oh man, I'm just stepping on nothing but sticky candy wrappers. And he's like pulling off like gum wrappers from his foot. And then he like trips and you hear, hey, where, watch where you're going. He's like, oh, and now I'm stepping on teens. <laughs> uh, and then he's like, Lobo, where are you? And then he, and Lobo's like over here. And like they, you know, he finds him. And then I think that the squid people will probably have like a net. They shoot oh, okay. them with a net and, and like because they're standing standing so close together is why they get both of them. Mm-hmm. And I think he should he finds a clue and, and he like scans it and because we need something to go back to Laurent and he sees like this scale medallion, like something that would look princely. Yeah. That fell off from the prince. He scans it into Laurent. Laurent gets that and then communication is cut. He's like, Lobo, Lobo. Okay, that's perfect. So yeah, when he's investigating, Lobo finds like a the scale mm-hmm. and sends it to Laurent before he gets kidnapped. Yeah. So how do they make them like breathe underwater? I guess they just wake up in a cave. We don't need yeah. to know how they breathe underwater. Uh, the the fish were breathing into their lungs, mouth to mouth. Mouth to mouth. They were just sloppy making out the whole time. Uh huh. Yeah, absolutely. So they wake up in a cave. <laughs> And the squid guy, okay, Prince Squid, Prince Atlantis, I don't know what we want to call him. Before he comes in, like they both wake up, Lobo's like, Turbine, Turbine, wake up, we've been kidnapped. And he's like, huh, what, Harlem World? And then he looks everywhere. That's a reference to something else. Uh, But please put that in, Shelby. And he looks around and Lobo's like, it looks like we're stuck in an underwater cavern. And Turbine starts freaking out saying, help, because he did this in like three episodes in a row of just screaming for a help. And he's like, Lobo, you know, you know, there's only one thing I'm scared of more than teenagers. It's caves underneath the water. It's so vast. (laughs) We might be lost forever. And then Turbine or Lobo always kind of like. The children's TV version of smacking someone into of like, hey, remain calm. We are we are the champions of Union City. You need to uh, keep things straight and we will always conquer. That's great. And that's so Lobo. And there's an emphasis on keeping things straight. (laughs) Even though some of the episodes are extremely. I'm so glad you caught that because when Nicole and I watched that, we were like, this is so gay, guys. It's so gay. It's like, I don't know who wrote it, but the conversations between Maria Valentine and the princess in that one episode. Anxiety attacks. They're 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 fucking later like uh-huh. they're literally gonna go sleep together um anyway they're peeing so, on each other that's what ladies do they pee on each other yeah okay <laughs> if i were a lady that's what i'd want and you're like no james that's just what you would want that's what you want yeah i don't, <laughs> I don't think your gender has anything to do with it so they're underwater in the cave the protagonist co- or the squid man prince squid comes in is like, I apologize for this kidnapping. This must seem very abrupt, but I desperately need your help. Or do we want to wait to 
I think just a beat of he walks in and he says, I'm sorry for the inconvenience. Then turbine starts running at the mouth of saying, oh, we'll inconvenience you. We'll fry you up good fish style or we'll fish (laughs) fry you up good. I think that would be better. And then he says, oh, man, just wait till we get out of these chains and then we're going to chain you up, hook you up good. Are they in chains? Yeah, they're like tied up. Okay, okay. Why, though? Why would they be tied up? A formality, if you will. Oh, yeah, you were. we had to make sure you didn't squirm too much on the journey here. Yeah, we needed our mouths on you, and if you were squirming too much, <laughs> right. if you were pushing us away, you would have died. And they'd be like, excuse me, wait, what are you saying? <laughs> and then Lobo says, it doesn't matter, Turbine. We must respect their culture. Right, right, because he clearly, he's he can see this, and he's like, this is clearly a figure of authority in this mm-hmm. area. Like, we should, you know, listen with respect to this. If they say they needed to give us mouth-to-mouth for a, <laughs> a few minutes, then yes, then they needed them. to. Yeah, <laughs> and that's how I live my life. Uh-huh. What's a few minutes to mouth to, of mouth-to-mouth between strangers? And between friends. <laughs> So uh, then he, at this point, do we want to still wait? I think we should probably get to explaining what's yes. happening. So, uh-huh. so like Lobo is like, you know, if it is a, f- it's, if it's a fight from me that you need, you know, then, then I can provide that, but I'd like to know why, you yeah. know? He says, uh, as, as a warrior, I will honor your requests. Right. And he's like, kind of surprised that he thinks he wants to fight him. He's like, no, I don't want to fight you. I am... And then he does, like, a monologue. I'm a great prince from a whatever... I am Prince Kraken of Atlantis. Prince Kraken of Atlantis. My betrothed has been kidnapped by a rival faction, and due to Atlantean law, if I don't marry her by tomorrow or whatever on Mm -hmm. by this date then my family's rule will cease to be and turbine's like that's a fucking stupid law and i think turbine should say well why don't you just like rally up a bunch of guys and like take like storm their castle and then he explains no he challenged me formally to a fight and we respect and honor that and then turbine again says respect my and then lobo says turbine you know we are luchadors that's that's literally what we do and he's like yeah (laughs) fa as as you put it like that okay okay so he's doing so they're like yeah, we'll fight. So the the Prince Kraken is like, everyone is too afraid of the champion to team up against me. So I knew I had to find, you know, the most powerful and honorable warrior amongst the uh-huh. land people or whatever. And I think it's really cute that the whole society is like just Atlantean luchadors. Like they're all wearing uh-huh. little underwater masks. When I write these shows, especially like Lost Luchadoras, I'm pissed that we can't make this because yeah. also I forgot to mention this. A lot of people who would come on would be like, wow, the, like they don't understand like Lucha Libre wrestling this show. Right. Like it feels like they're being a parody of that. But recently I've I've watched 
the Luchador movies, like the Santos movies, that's what this is riffing on. Like this is an homage to those because mm-hmm. all of those movies are batshit nuts, crazy <laughs> bonkers. And yeah. after seeing that, I gained a – I used to like this show as like, hey, it's something from my childhood. It's fun to watch. It's campy, awesome. But watching Santos movies and then watching this or the Vampiro movie, seeing those and how campy those are, I'm like, oh, this is a one-for-one one homage, and I appreciate this show more. That I, It is a point that they're not just like luchadors. They're like superheroes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So Lobo, of course, is like, you know, I'll agree to fight with you. Then we got to cut back to to Maria. She's at her scuba lesson. She's learning. Mm-hmm, they're mm-hmm. like, hey, wow, you're really got the hang of this. Laurent calls her or whatever yeah. on her watch or something and is like, on her belly I've lost button. contact with Lobo. You know, the last image I got was this, which I've traced, uh, uh, you know, I've traced the whatever to this area deep in the ocean. I think it, he doesn't trace because you, what you said was like a their last signal was for f- around here. I think we should keep that. I think he in a history book, like he was okay. able to figure out like, hey, this seems the sigil on this is the sigil for the city of Atlantis. This is weird on top of their last communication being with us in the middle of the ocean. Okay. And so Maria's like, well, how am I going to get way out there? And Lance's like, how good are your scuba skills? Uh, And she like puts on the mask and dies. I believe this show was filmed in Toronto. So we should technically be saying like in the middle of Lake Superior. (laughs) I mean, it could be any. Is it set in Toronto or is it set in just wherever? It's set in Union City or we could say the Hudson Bay. It's Union City. We, anything could be happening. Yeah. Uh, but I like things touching Michigan. So okay. let's let's say I cannot for the is it Lake Ontario? Maybe I know Lake Michigan's here because that's what I grew up on. I knew Lake Superior's up here. I don't know what the one on the other side is. I could not tell you. I'm not good with uh, geography. <laughs> We're the Peninsula Pales, though. I know. I know that Florida's a peninsula. <laughs> That doesn't mean I know where it is. I'm looking it up on a... No, don't do a maps map. I want an image maps. All right. What is this? It is Lake Huron. Huron. Oh, but Toronto touches Lake Ontario. Okay, yeah. So they're they're just hanging out in Lake Ontario. Got it. Um, and she's scubing, scuba-ing down to the bottom of Lake Ontario. Uh-huh. So, she, so then, she, you know, she dives underwater. Which I believe is the least deep of the lakes, so it's easier for her. Good job, us, coming up with an easy thing for our characters to do. Oh, no. It's Lake Erie. I apologize. Okay. <laughs> so then then they walk into, like, the arena or whatever, and the the evil print or the evil guy, let's call him Oh, uh, Great what, White. We can call him, like... Bull Shark. Cal Tulu. Cal Tulu. Well, I, he should probably be, like, a sea creature, right? Like, because well, yeah, we have Cthulhu. everyone else's... Cthulhu is a sea creature. Yes, I was thinking like a real one. Okay, 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 all right. Mothman, then. Yeah, okay, Mo- actual sea creature Mothman. Or we could call him Murr. Yeah, his name is, it's Murr. Senator Murr. Merlin Merkel. Yeah, or just like a, since we have a Prince Kraken, it could be like a, well, I mean, okay, whatever. Anyway. Okay, well, okay so you're fine with Kraken. 
I didn't think about it. You're right. I don't know why. Uh, I, it's a show. We're making everything up. Yeah, why yeah. not use Calthulu? I guess because I used to have a show. I used to have a show where I had Bathulu, Cthulhu's brother. Okay. So I've like done Cthulhu jokes before and i worry i'm drained oh no okay then you you keep talking things out i'll find another sea creature we can name this dude i mean it could be like a killer whale you know um anyway so there's the bad guy and he's like oh you finally decided to come or like you finally decided to take my request you know or whatever too bad you're still gonna lose and i'm gonna marry your betrothed tomorrow and whatever take over the throne of atlantis and turbine can say like oh man it doesn't matter how many people you throw at my boy lobo he's gonna fry you up no what's another ding dang fish pun he's gonna put you in the crab pot the boil the gumbo (laughs) he's gonna throw you out as chum He's going to chum yeah. you. We could just he's say gonna that. He's going to chum you. He's going to chum you. Oh, he's going to chum all over the place. And bad guy is like, uh, you obviously haven't seen my champion. And it's like this big lady who comes out. Oh, the man. Big squid lady. Oh, she's so hot. She's she's hot. I found she's a huge. name. What's the name? Uh, just we can call him Levi, like for short, but Leviathan. Leviathan. Yeah. I love it. Okay. So... He's there, he's fighting, he's like, and then the big squid lady is like, and then Lobo and and the prince are like, you know, the prince maybe is like, oh, it's against Atlantean law, you cannot marry someone without their consent or whatever, or like, she would never marry you, Mm -hmm. and he's like, well, you don't know how persuasive I could be, ha 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 ha. Or he pulls out like a bunch of clams that, you know, like in Flintstone style, that's their money currency. Yeah. And he says, any lady will say yes if you bring in a, um, enough clams her way. Yeah, he's horrible. We hate him. Uh huh. And all the women in the crowd are screaming, yes. <laughs> yeah. He, he starts throwing the clams out. We, he, I want him to be like a show Bodhi Rudo. Okay, okay, of, got oh, it. Oh, I'm the best in the world. And he actually is very good at fighting, but eventually that over cockiness will get to him. Right, because they got to start fighting. Lobo's like, I will fight you. This is an honorable fight. I will stand by your side and mm-hmm. fight. And I do want to just like bring this up real quick because I feel like we're we're – We need, like, a couple levels to this of, like, okay, Lobo needs to lose a little bit but then get back. And I think the way to do that is when Maria gets down there, she tries to rescue the princess and gets caught. Lobo says, oh, uh, Turbine, go see if Maria needs your help so then – then we can have another offshoot of, like, Turbine going off, making sure she's fine. Yeah, it could even be without knowing that Maria's coming, they could tell Turbine to go, like, before Lobo and the Prince Kraken go fight, Lobo could be like, you know, you need to find the princess or whatever and okay, rescue okay. her. All right. I was thinking the princess was there, but this is much better. Uh, I was thinking, because I was thinking the next scene would be the princess. She's in like a little tower cell yeah. or something. And Maria swims up to her window. Oh, yeah. Or like, it's like a little under sea window. So Maria like pops her head in. She scubas down, finds this opening and pops her head into this cave. And it's where the princess 
she finds the princess's room, you know. And I think she she's like, oh, in a place like this, I bet something ugly's creeping around the corner. And then she opens up the door and we see the princess. She's so beautiful. And then Maria says, spoke too soon. <laughs> she's like, wow, are you? All? And like the, the princess is like, oh, who are you? Um, and, you know, like, seems kind of taken aback. And Maria's like, it's okay, you're safe now. Are you trapped in here? Because, like, the door was locked or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, like, she, uh, oh. she like, goes and, like, tucks her hair behind her ear and is like, let's get you out of here. <laughs> uh, she, uh, she picks the lock with, like, a hairpin. And then, yeah. like, that implies, like, oh, the door was locked. She goes in. and when She's always she, doing hot shit like that. I like Maria. Maria. Yeah, she's great. <laughs> After she says, like, oh, something ugly must be lurking in these these caves, opens it up, and she says, oh, who are you? Maybe Maria says, I'm ugly. I mean, Maria. <laughs> or she could say, like, oh, man, if... If she's ugly, then I guess I'm a hideous. No, I don't think Maria's self-deprecating like that. Yeah, I yeah. think she's more, she's very confident in her flirtations, which is in, in, in her speech, which what may, is what makes her sound so flirty every time she talks yeah. to a woman. So then, uh, like, like, who are you? And then maybe Maria says, the question is, who are you? Yeah. The real question is... And is there and, anything I can do to help? Right, exactly. Yeah, there we go. She loves to, or she's like, I'm, I'm Maria Valentine at your service. Oh, yes. Maria <laughs> Valentine, here to help on more than just February 14th. <laughs> okay, but the princess then grabs Maria's hand and is like, we have to go. And they yes. like, you know, are holding hands and running through the hallways. Yes, and then... We'll flash back to Lobo, but it would be nice if, like, no, Turbine, I don't think, should find them. Jo- oh, no, yeah, they should run into Turbine. Yeah, they run into Turbine. That's what I'm thinking. So so they get going, and they, but between there, we'll cut back to the fight. Yes. Where. This is when I should start coming in with my wrestling knowledge. Exactly. How will this guy using, so there are Technicos and Rudos, where it's kind of like the whole face, the baby face and the heel, where mm-hmm. the f- baby face is everyone loves them or at least they should uh, is the good guy can't do any wrong and then the heel is the bad guy but sort of different where a uh, you can have technicos who are bad guys and you could have rudos who are technically like in the eyes of everyone a good guy but technicos will fight in a wrestling match using their technique and nothing else. They are there to honor the sport of Lucha Libre, whereas Rudos will cheat, scratch, steal, whatever they have to do to win. So we need to start thinking, like, how is Leviathan a Rudo and what will he be doing? He's showy. He's fancy. I think I would love for him to, like, sometimes, like, before he gets pinned, instead of him, like— so, like, Lobo goes up, punches him, knocks him down, and, like, uh, he's not fighting. He's not doing anything. And then pins him, and then you hear the ref go, one, two, and he doesn't kick out. He just, like, gives the referee some money, and he's like, okay. okay. <laughs> and then uh, Lobo's like, excuse me? What, what is up with this? And then he gets up and brushes himself off, then just punch, punch, punch into Lobo's head. Yeah, and then when the tags out he can i was thinking like the big squid lady would be um 
And she could just be called the giant squid, mm-hmm. you know? <laughs> I think that's good. Squidina. She's like squid I I yeah, I mean I don't see why we have to gender it. But Lost Luchadoris would gender it. Yeah, I guess so. Um <laughs> she I would think she because we're gonna have her like be together at the end, like, you know, maybe she is like a te- she's also a technico. So she's not doing all the oh, I yeah. think the only the only one doing all the Rudo stuff is mm-hmm. Leviathan. And he's got like maybe he's got some like suction cups that he's like sticking to people to like hurt their faces and like yeah. just that kind of stuff. And it gets to the point where they're they're losing a little bit. They're not mm-hmm. doing great. I, I think after like the quick three punches, Lobo's a little dazed. Then he tags in Squidina, giant squid. And then she comes in and just uh, does like a pile driver into the ground. And he's like, oh, no. And then uh, what's his name? Kraken's like, Lobo, you need to tag me in. And then this is when sparks t- start to fly. We see just an amazing story being told between these two wrestlers that ev- <laughs> like, e- even if you want whoever you want to win, you're like, holy shit, this it's like a ballet. Yeah, it's beautiful the way mm-hmm. that. Kraken and Squidina are fighting. It mm-hmm. looks like they've been fighting together, creating this beautiful movement together their entire lives. Oh man, it's like a Herald motherfuckers. It's like a Herald. <laughs> we got the UCB up in here. No man, I'm um, all IO. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so what do we I'm second shitty. Oh hell yeah, dude. So I think so we see this beautiful fight happening. Then we go back and then we see Turbine running down a hall. We see Maria running down a hall, cutting back and forth and they hit into each other. And they're like, huh, what? And Turbine's like, where are you? Where are you? Then sees Maria with this squid lady. And, you know, he's a racist. And also he's like, Maria, get away from her. Oh, man, I'll I'll, I'll, I'm not even though I am afraid to hit a woman. You're no woman in my book. You're just a squid. And then she's like, no, Turbine, this is the princess. Uh, or, like, the princess is like, are they still fighting? We have to stop them oh, or something, yeah. you know? She's, like, eager to get – or she's like, I I can't let this happen to my kingdom or whatever. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> so, I, I, like, I think they should start running after – like, Maria says, like, no, this is the princess. We, we need to, like, get to the fight. And then – the princess says that and turbine says hey have no fear turbines here and then squid guards come yes. like Le- leviathan's mm-hmm, guards mm-hmm. come and they have to fight them and uh, we need because in every single episode around this mark turbine will say uh, while riding his motorcycle switching from fast to mega blast okay so instead of he could be like when when they're like when the guards come, because they're like, we got to go get to the main fight. But then the guards come and they're like, scratch that. And I think scratch that. And Turbine says, hey, I'll distract them. I'll bring them down this hallway while you guys get away. And that's okay. what happens. And he's running. They're chasing behind. Maybe he punched him a couple times. They knocked on the ground. And then he gets to this like hallway that's just like a long pool of a hallway and he says switch into fast to mega blast and i just want to see him 
just flailing his arms trying to <laughs> swim go very fast but he's just like barely eking it out and eventually <laughs> when Maria and the princess get back to there two guards go behind them and they're like no we've been caught and then they're like oh well what about turbine and then we see like two guards throw turbine to the side of the ring and he's like i i couldn't get mega blast i just couldn't <laughs> he's do like it. sopping wet and uh -huh. like miserable yeah sounds good and he's like hey if we, if we were on dry land and i had my motorcycle you would have been done for so at this point, you know, we see this beautiful story happening and maybe they start talking to Squidina, like, why are you fighting like this? Because Lobo has done that before. We convinced like a guy to like, you know, pretend with him and like mm -hmm. really give him a show. And yeah. Anyway, so they're like, Squidina, why are you, you know, fighting? And and she was, you know, it turns out she was kidnapped, too, or something. You know, she's like, I have to. He has my family. <laughs> or it could just be like, hey. She explains, like, I am a luchador, and when I was given this opportunity, I need to honor that. And then Lobo's like, holy shit, no, like, she's a good guy. And at yeah. this point, because we need a Rudo happening, what's, like, a, like, not Mar... Okay, a Fabergé egg rolls onto the mat, as and Kraken steps on it and slips, and then we... Turn to Leviathan and he's like, huh, that wasn't me, was it? And then. <laughs> well, it should be like a shell, like a seashell or something. What, what's like a Fabergé like, like slippery you... thing? Oh, something slippery. Yeah. So like seaweed. Okay. Yeah. He throws down some seaweed and then, or like he peels, like it looks like a banana, but it's like green with seaweed and he peels it, eats, <laughs> like just throws the banana away and says, whoops. And then he slips on that. And then Squidina turns to him and she's like, this is, no, don't do that. Like that, you can try that shit when you're tagged in, in the ring, but not when I'm here. And he's like, oh, yeah. I'm here. You, you can't do anything to me. I'm worth more than your life. And she says, the only thing worth more than my life is honor. And then she punches him off from the ring. This is the story. And then she says, all right, fair match, you and me, Kraken. And then they they duke it out, and then he ends up winning. Okay, so it's just Squidina and Kraken? Yeah, I think, right, like, Lobo's still on the other side. Maybe Lobo goes onto the other side to apprehend. Restrain. Yeah, because yeah. that happens sometimes, too. Yeah, and then we get to see them, and, you know, Kraken... Gets his victory. Lobo is restraining, goes out, restraints, gets the guards away from. Oh, yeah. That too. Everybody. Turbine and Maria Valentine and everyone. And then and it's a free for all on the outside. They're setting up tables yes. and chairs, jumping off from them. Yeah, absolutely. And then, you know, and there's a whole, there's an announcer going this whole time, like a, a undersea Atlantean announcer, yeah. you know, explaining what's do what's happening. We'll just have Sean riff some shit. Yeah, I think that would be fantastic. <laughs> I was actually thinking the same thing. <laughs> like, as soon as I started watching an episode, I was like, oh, we should probably have Sean do some announcing mm -hmm. on this. So Kraken wins, right? And they're like, he's the winner, you know, whatever. And, you know, he sees uh, and he's like, I, I have to get married. I still have to get married. The time's almost up or whatever. And so she comes on the stage and she's like, and Maria's like, wait, she has something to tell you because they've been like talking or whatever. And mm -hmm. she's like, I don't want to get married. Maybe she's the princess. Maybe Prince 
maybe he's not even the royal line. It's her royal line. And she decides she doesn't want to get married. And the prince is like, that's fine. He, he's not the leader. But then she would have to get married. Oh, you're right. Because okay. that's still Push Atlantean law. Okay, so it's Atlantean. He's like, I still have to get married. She's like, I want to continue my own, you know, branch on my own. I'm not ready to get married. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I still have to get married to con- to keep my seat of power or whatever. And then that's when, you know, he and Squidina look at each other and they're like, and then they grab hands and like, Turbine's like, wait, did I miss something? <laughs> and wait, Lobo's like, are those squids about to kiss? <laughs> yeah, Lobo's like, Someday you will learn the great honor that is love or something. <laughs> uh, you, someday, someday you'll learn the great honor that is. And then I think Turbine should say love. And he's like, no, Lucha Libre Wrestling. Yeah. No, there's, no, there's no greater honor or love than that, Turbine. You know this. Yeah. Okay, perfect. And then uh, should we uh, just like maybe... Have the wedding in Lobo Tower, or is like everyone's invited to the wedding back at the uh, in Atlantis? Oh yeah, I guess it should be a wedding. Maybe they could have like a video call from the wedding. Do they do that? No, let's know. let's have them all at the wedding space. Okay. It'll still be like this beautiful cave, and as they're doing their their nuptials, what's what do you call them? Vows. Yes. Uh, I'm never getting married. <laughs> they uh, like we hear them talking amongst themselves and I think Turbine should be like crying he's like I always do this with during weddings <laughs> and then because you know that's so formulaic of yeah, any yeah. wedding episode and then Maria and the princess are talking to each other and you know like having a good time just chit chatting being like doing like little doe eyes at each other yeah oh, like yeah. pushing each other a little bit we don't hear they're touching each other's arms and yes stuff. we yeah, don't hear sure. what they're saying as it's like panning over it's just like Ay. and then yeah. lobo is saying something like strong and concise to What's his? Oh no! You want to know what Lobo's not with them because as we pan, Lobo is the officiant. That's perfect. He's doing the yeah. I love that. So Lobo has different outfits. He like his main outfit, and then most people would know him for like his tactical SWAT looking outfit. So I want the like sea tuxedo, no sleeves on the tuxedo type (laughs) shirt. That's what he's in, still in a mask, looking dapper and just like reciting what like kind of what we did of like the love is a ballet, just like wrestling. Oh, yeah. Well, I've written two wedding ceremonies, so I can come up with something. All right. Yeah. You do that. You do you during it. Just short, concise. What actually you want to know what? Make it 30 minutes long. Okay. Whoever's Lobo needs to do that. It'll probably be like our friend Jose who hates this show, but he'll be like, hey, you want to know what? I like this show. This show can be um, very, very stereotypical. Yeah. Just like it, like in the sense of fighting games back in the day, were extremely stereotypes. The, so was Lost Luchador. Also, professional wrestling was too. So it kind yeah. of unfortunately was just like playing off those terms. But Well, what I can say, James, is I'm sure we have 
we have actor. I know we have actors who can do this who don't already hate the show. If Jose wants a reprieve from this. Also, Jose, I know would come just blitzed out of his mind. <laughs> He'd be like, "Wait!" Shout out to Jose. I hope you're doing well out there. He'd say, "Guys, I I gotta tell you, I." I can't read. I forgot how. <laughs> so I think the last lines is he's like, when he says, uh, like, do you take this woman to be your bride? Do you take this man to be your husband or whatever? And that's, again, not getting married. Uh, <laughs> they say, and now I pronounce you king and queen. You may kiss the bride. They kiss. And then they scream, luchadors locos, let's dance it up. And then it's the wedding reception. They're all dancing. And that's the end. Okay. I was thinking at some point, maybe they have to get in touch with Laurent again, right? And tell him they're okay. I was thinking he would be like, (laughs) I had this image. I don't, I think we'll have to abandon this probably, but of them like coming in and be like, okay, I think we can drain because we forgot about that thing for for rojo or like so oh yeah yeah. we don't need that training anymore laurent we can drain the the tanks and laurent's there in his ducky and he was about to get in again and he was like (sighs) and then has to like drain them Uh, you want to know i actually think he does that and then it pans out after he says Hey, I'm sorry to do this to you, Rojo. And then it like pans out and it's just like him all like still in the red coat. And then pulled up is another rubber ducky (laughs) thing around the the like long coat, you know, like that long John Silver has. And he just like looks dejected. So he's just they were friends. (laughs) Yeah. Rojo is a good guy. He's just like a wrestling opponent, not Uh like an evil guy. Makes sense. All right. Well, we'll fit that in somewhere or we won't. You know, we'll see if the flow works. Yeah, I, th- I think that should be the end. Like they're dancing yeah. and they're like, oh, shoot, we forgot to tell. Oh, yeah. We should probably call Laurent. Yeah, he's okay. worried about us. He's worried about us. Yeah, Maria is probably like, oh, because like she was sent to investigate this. Uh-huh. Okay. And that's yeah, it. that's it. That's it. The end. We did it. We this wrote was a the great episode. episode. I think that, you know, I'm so nervous for these every time. Every time I get nervous uh-huh. beforehand. Uh-huh. I'm like, I don't know this show well yeah, enough. Yeah. I'm not a good writer. I don't know anything. I'm bad at stuff. And <laughs> and then I remember, oh wait, no, I'm none of I'm none of those things. None uh, of those things are true. <laughs> I think more so if I were to try and do this by myself, it would be a daunting task, but I know I have you here to help me. Yeah, I feel the same way. Mm-hmm. So I uh, you know, teamwork. Makes the Peninsula Pals. The cream jerk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I also, real quick, in maybe five months, we will be doing The Nanny because that is my current obsession. Oh, my gosh. You love The Nanny. I mean, uh-huh. The Nanny's pretty great. Yeah. I watched it a lot when I was a kid. <laughs> I used to write off multicam sitcoms as like, they're not funny, but no, they're great. Yeah, I mean, it depends on the show and it depends how you're feeling and it depends what you're in the mood for. Uh-huh. Just like The Herald. If you're in the mood to hear more of my voice, you can do so at twitch.tv slash r2shelby2 when I'm streaming. You can also listen to me on my podcast, The Rom Complex, and subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash the rom complex. Hey guys, listen to my music under Marshland Monster. Have new stuff coming out every single month. Me and Dragon Boy Suede, we're working on an album. It's truly just him getting vocals back to me and him remembering that he messaged me saying, hey, can you make a beat for Amazon a mop? It just needs to be a basic four on the floor, like maybe a bass line. I'm like, 
dude, I sent you a beat for that. It's fully made. And you said you liked it. And he's like, oh, shoot. <laughs> yes. And then I sent it to him. He's like, oh, yeah, this is fucking great. So that will be out hopefully by the end of the year or at least done by the end of the year. And then, hey, listen to my other podcast in the free feed. If you're listening to this right now, you can just search for Mostly Speak and Sentai, the Marshland Media podcast, which houses both Shuffling the Deck with Sean Marciniak and Sweaty Time Pro Wrestling with Sean Marciniak. Listen to Hit It and Credit. That's D&D. The Height of Horror with Presley. You would remember her as Daphne a couple episodes ago. And then Sweet Child of Time and This Movie's Gay. Those are all free feed podcasts. I'm emphasizing emphasizing that because I guess people don't know which is free feed, even though I say every single episode, these are free feed. And then, hey, head over to patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content every single Friday. It's a great time. And if you're a $10 patron, you get monthly bonus exclusive content in the form of straight to Patreon or some watch alongs. I got two stoned and watched Spice World and Wowzers. That movie I almost wrote off, but it is amazing. It's great. I know. know. I will be posting clips of the watch along on TikTok and all that. So, hey, follow me on TikTok, Marshland Monster. And if you're a $10 patron, you also get shout outs on every single free feed podcast, which again, I listed those earlier. So let's begin with those, starting with Steve F., Eric Berry of Ranger Command Power Hour, Alex Z, The Waz, Orion, former rapper Defo, but he's still making music and you'll hear him on Anal Dentata, Jordan B., The Chaos Witch, my Bickle brother in common law, Joshua, Jake, Steve Barnes, a sweet child of time, will be back doing Wheel of Time one it drops in September. <laughs> the womb in which I emerged, my mother, Lil Corey's BFF, and now former roommate Shane, that fed, twitch.tv forward slash core winning. It's Corwin. And oh my God, of the ROM complex and formulaic, a podcast mm-hmm. and script writing, and twitch.tv forward slash R2 Shelby 2. It's R2 Shelby 2. And this has been. Mostly Lucha. Oh yeah, hell yeah, dude. <laughs> See you guys. Bye. Bye. This has been a Marshland Media and OK Owl production. Produced by me, James McCollum. And me, Shelby Sweeterman. For more content, please visit MLMPod.com or OKOwl.com. And for the best way to support this podcast, please visit patreon.com forward slash MLM pod, where for $5 a month, you get exclusive content every single week. Thank you very much for listening. Oh, hey.